Seattle. Oh, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am in Seattle right now about to give a speech. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and uh, I wanted to uh, come in for a moment before I go give uh, this speech this morning. I'm going to do a training on my new book. It's called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. And, uh, and I wanted to talk about something that I saw uh, uh, in the media um, that I thought was really interesting. And uh, it has to do with uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, Dwight Howard is an NBA star uh, or a former NBA star. He's a big, strong black man. He has uh, done some great things in the league. Uh, he was one of the few players, from what I recall, who could almost come within some sort of range of being able to give trouble to Shaquille O'Neal. But even then, that's a stretch because there was a big gap between those two guys. Uh, Dwight was not just, you know, there's very few, there were no other Shaquille O'Neals. But anyway, Dwight's been under fire uh, because of a, a video uh, with him and his son. And I'm going to share this video. And uh, if you want to actually see uh, the video and join the discussion, uh, you can feel free to follow me on my Instagram, which is the Black Financial Channel. Uh, so feel free to go to the T-H-E, the Black Financial Channel on Instagram, and you can find it. I'm going to play this video, and I, I just want to get you guys, uh, put your thoughts in the in the comments about this video. So give me one second, I'm going to play it right here. I don't have much time, but I wanted to talk to you guys about this. So here's the video. Come on! I can't! Come on! I, I Come can't! On. Come on! I can't yes, do it! Can. Yes, Lord, can. I can't! Yes, can. uh. Come on! Do you want me to do? Don't worry about that. Okay, so in, in one word, what do you guys think? Do you think that that video was, uh, that it was okay? Or do you think it, it was over the top too much? Uh, give, give, me, give me one word response to what, how you felt about this video. Uh, apparently, Dwight is pushing his son uh, to go past his limits. And uh, some people felt that the video was abusive. Some people felt like, <clears throat> excuse me, that's just manhood training. Uh, what do you all think? Uh, do you all think that it's um, that it was that it was like a little bit too much that he kind of uh, that he should have been a little bit nicer to his son that he kind of pushed him too far? Do you think that that was necessary? Okay, Tony Brown says putting in work. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, give me give me your thoughts on that video. I hope you were able to hear the audio and everything else. Uh, I'd love to get the thoughts in the community, and then I'm going to share my thoughts as well. Uh, you guys know I'm always going to give you my two cents on the issue, but I, I like to hear your 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 25 cents first before I give my two cents. Uh, all right, so uh, so let's see here. Um, what other comments am I seeing here? Uh, let's see. Manhood training says Miss Bennett. Uh, let's see. Uh, El High says it's life. Uh, let's see. Michael Wilson says uh, light work. Behar recording says nothing wrong with that. Okay. Okay, that's good. Good father, says Michael Wilson. Uh, Jashan says, I think too many people live on social media, and this is an example of that manhood training to me. Okay, all right. Well, you know, um, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea what you guys were going to say about this. I wasn't really sure, you know. Um, and I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, your comments align heavily with mine. Um, <laughs> I, I felt the same way. I, I, I said, okay, this is, this is a, a, a father teaching his son about mental discipline and how to go beyond your limits, you know, and how to uh, how to achieve goals, how to how to become successful in life. Uh, life is going to put limits on you. Life is going to make you cry. People are going to uh, push you hard and uh, you have to be able to come back harder. 
And uh, Mongo says his son's a crybaby. Well, you know, let's 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 not be too mean to the little, little brother. He's he's a kid. And by the way, there's a discussion on this on my Instagram page, the Black Financial Channel. Uh, it's the Doctor Boyce Watkins Black Financial Channel now. On my main page, for whatever reason, they took that down. I have no idea why. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, just follow me at the Black Financial Channel. Uh, anyway, before I go give this speech, um, and I wish I had more time to really flesh this out with you guys, but I want you to understand this, and, and, it's, and this is for anybody who ever sees this and thinks that this kind of training is uh, is too much. The reality of life, and I found this out in my 52 years on this earth, the reality of life is that um, is that tough people typically have to go through tough experiences. That in order for you to be tough, your training has to be tough. In, in order for you to uh, to rise above the competition, you got to be stronger than the competition. In order for you to overcome obstacles, you got to be stronger than the obstacle. There's very few things in nature that are tough and strong that haven't gone through some adversity. You know, there's no butterfly that uh, hasn't gone through the tr the struggle of fighting through the cocoon. If he can't do that, then he just doesn't get to live, right? So, you know, I, I think that anybody who sees this and they see the child crying needs to understand that you can't protect your baby from everything. And, and, and you think you're protecting the baby by babying the baby. But then when the baby gets out into the world of men and he's still a baby, well, he's going to get an amount of torture that you can't even imagine. You are torturing your son if you if you spoil him. You do not love your son if you make him weak. You do not love your child if you're always protecting them from anything that can stress them out or upset them or make them feel bad. You know, and so uh, I'm going to say this, and I, and I think a lot of you all agree. I really didn't know how anybody would feel about this. I was just guessing. But uh, I, I give a, a thumbs up. As long as the boy is safe, as long as his father talks to him about it afterward, because you got to remember this, going through this is a little bit traumatic. His son is going through trauma. He's crying and his pain is real. His feelings are very real. So that's what a father also must do. I don't want fathers to understand that you can't just put your, your son or your, any, any of your children through tough experiences without helping them contextualize those experiences. You know, my wife is a therapist, and so I learn a lot of therapy because I consume information constantly, and I want to understand the people that I love. And one thing my wife tells me is she's also a certified trauma professional, by the way. She's an expert on trauma. And one thing that she says about the difference between trauma and a difficult experience is that something becomes traumatic if you go through it and you don't get a chance to process it. Like, if you don't process it properly, then it just it becomes a scar. You know, whereas if you process it and you say, okay, yeah, my daddy put me through this because he wants me to be tough. Uh, I didn't believe I could do it. Now I believe that I can. He broke me down so he could build me back up stronger. Then that allows you to go forward in life and to say, okay, look at what I went through. And this is what makes me great. You know, if you go look at the Navy SEALs and all this other stuff, the Navy SEALs are, you know, they're, they, they damn near going to make you cry. <laughs> you know? But the Navy SEALs are some of the toughest, baddest, coldest, most skilled, most competent, most extraordinary soldiers on the planet. And you don't get that way the easy route. You know, it, the the, pay, the pathway to heaven, winning, winning championships is like heaven, in my opinion. You know, for a man, <clears throat> success is heaven. Uh, overcoming obstacles is heaven. Winning the fight is heaven. And the thing about getting to heaven is that the road to heaven is always paved through hell. The road to heaven is always paved through hell. So if you ain't ready to go to hell, then don't even dream about heaven. If you ain't ready to go through hell, then don't even talk about being in heaven. If you if you can't, if you're not ready to go through the fire, then don't talk about what success even looks like because you don't know nothing about success. Because success is paid. There is a cost. There is a tuition that must be paid to be successful. And and I and I know this because 
I can tell you with complete certainty, I'm not sitting here pretending to be perfect. I'm not perfect by any stretch, but I can tell you with complete certainty, when I look over the last 30 years of my life, I don't have any regrets. There's almost nothing in my life that I wanted that I did not get. The amount of money I wanted, I make 10 times more than that. Uh, the woman I wanted, I married the girl of my dreams. The, uh, the, the education success I wanted, I was the only black man on the entire planet to get a PhD in finance. That required me to sit in class next to people who were from Germany, Russia, China, who were the smartest students in the entire country from where they came from. I had to challenge myself. I had days where I sat at my desk and I cried because I didn't think I could do it. I had days where I felt all alone because there was nobody that understood what I was going through. I had days where I didn't know if it was going to work out. And I thought that I was stupid for going for this thing that nobody else was able to do. But when I finally did it, when I walked across that stage and, and I've had some successes since that time, it allowed me to really look, reflect on what I went through. Then I learned in that experience that extraordinary outcomes typically come with extraordinary sacrifices. So what I would ask you all to do, uh, give me a yes if you understand this message so I can go and know that I did something good today. I'm about to go give a speech in Seattle. Uh, we, we're covering my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. Um, what I really want you to do today is decide what you want. Decide what you want for your kids. Just, and then decide what price am I willing to pay to get what I want. And if you're willing to pay the price, then you will get the victory. And I want you to win. I want you to succeed. And if I was sitting here being a, a pansy ass and telling you that everything's going to feel good all the time, I would not be doing my job. You will not ever succeed if you think it's always going to be easy. Believe me, it's going to be so hard. It's going to make you want to throw up. It's going to be so difficult. You're going to feel like an idiot for even trying. It's going to be so hard. You're going to wonder, why the hell am I even trying to do this? I, I don't qualify for this. Everybody goes through that. We all feel that way. But I'm going to tell you, if you can come out on the other side, if you can come out on the other side and find a way to smile, it will give you a level of competence a level of confidence and a level of contentment that I cannot put into words. I can honestly, genuinely tell you that despite all the hell that I went through and I went through my, I went through academic hell, you know, I went through, that's what that was, that was part of my hell. Plus I had, I had a strong father. My father was a military man who uh, was also a police officer. Uh, there was a lot of things that happened in my childhood that could be defined as abusive. Uh, there was lots of times where I cried and nobody cared that I was crying. There's lots of times where I went through pain that that I couldn't describe to you in words because it would make me sad. But I can also tell you that as a result, I don't have a fear of anything or anybody. Uh, as a result, um, I feel very confident. Who I'm so confident that I don't even have to. I don't even have to brag about how confident I am. I don't have to be. I don't have to cloak my confidence with arrogance. You know, uh, that's the thing. You see a lot of guys that are very arrogant, very loud, very cocky. When I hear when I hear cocky, loud guys, I really see insecurity. That's what I see because your 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 arrogance is covering for your lack of confidence. I don't have to be arrogant. I don't have to be cocky. I just get it done. So that's what I want you guys to do. Go out here and get it done. You know, shout out to everybody out here. Shout out to the soldiers. Shout out to the the, the truck drivers. Shout out to the scientists, shout out to the fathers, shout out to the mothers who are making it happen. Shout out to the entrepreneurs, shout out to all of y'all. Um, and I just want to encourage you, do your best. Fight through the tears, come out on the other side. You're supposed to win. Well, that's my two cents for today. I hope you guys can hear me all right. 
Um, I, I got to go. I'm giving the speech in Seattle. I'm covering my book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, in a four-hour deep dive. So if you happen to live in Seattle, feel free to come on out. You can get information at boycewalkins.com. Also, uh, if you want to get some stocks uh, that I like that I'm invested in, uh, text to you. Uh, just text the word stock to 31996, and I'll, I'll send you what are called Dr. Boyce Profit Alerts. And y'all hear the phone. That's them calling me right now saying, where's Dr. Watkins? So I got to run up out of here, y'all. Love you. See you soon. Have a good day. Peace.